legibly more mini messages. I'm Erin here with my mom, Jill, and today we are talking about God's presence in our pain. Something that I have realized is that oftentimes when pain is present in our life, we lose sight of God's presence in the midst of the pain. That's true. And oftentimes we think that God has abandoned us. Mm. And when we're going through a season of struggle, difficulty, trauma, pain, heartbreak, whatever the case may be, we think God left for some reason. And I think it's just human nature to think that way, that God has abandoned us and that he's no longer there because things aren't going good. Well, just because things are going good, that doesn't mean it's God's best for us either. Mm, And God, at least in my story, has been most present, although he's been present all along, I have felt his presence in my deepest, darkest valleys. And when I have needed him most, even though there were times when I felt like he seemed so far away and I would cry out and say, God, where are you? He was always there present in every circumstance, even when I didn't feel as if he was. Right. One of my favorite verses is Psalm 34, 18, and it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I love that verse because it's our reminder that he's close to the brokenhearted. He draws near to us when we're hurting and when we're in pain. And because he's a good God and he loves us so much, it's out of his love for us that he longs to draw near to us in our pain. He doesn't leave us there. He doesn't want to abandon us in our desperate time of need. He's there and he longs for us to see that he is with us every step of the way. And I think Diana's story that you shared on Monday is evidence of that. Her story is full, (laughs) to say the least. It is, uh, wow, it's packed with a lot. And if you have time, I suggest that you take the time to listen to Diana's story and all that she shares. And the main point of everything that she shared was that God was present in her pain, regardless of whether, you know, she recognized it. Um, Now she does. You know, it's in retrospect after the fact that we often see that God's hand was in the midst of our circumstances. But when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the midst of it, it's so hard to see that. And I think that's why it's so important to have people around you that can tell you that, that can reassure you that God is in this. He's with you. He's not going anywhere. And I know for me, that has been the case. When I could not see, when my faith was at its rock bottom, I needed people in my life to come around me and tell me the truth tell me the truth about who God is and that he was with me and that he'll never leave, that he'll never forsake me. And there were so many verses too that I have in my little you know, verse books that remind me of the presence of God. And one of those, and I'll never forget this one because it still resonates in my heart to this day, is Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So not only when I felt like my faith was rock bottom, did I need people to speak truth over me? I needed to speak the truth out of my own mouth to remind myself of what is true. Because, you know, when you're walking through a season of grief or heartache or disappointment or discouragement, or really 
disillusionment with God, you need the truth because your feelings wax and wane and they change and you can't depend on how you feel. I'm not saying you don't feel your feelings. Obviously, we're human. We feel what we feel, but you have to replace the thoughts that come from those feelings with what's absolutely true. Right. I love what you said about community and people coming around you because I think that God even shows his presence through other people. Absolutely. He brings people into our life exactly when we need them, the right people at the right time. To have people that are coming around us and speaking the truth over us, I think that that is so powerful. And I've seen that in my own life, how just like you, how I've needed people to show me that God was still present in my pain. I also think that pain can either push us towards God or push us away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know for your dad and I, when everything happened with Hunter and we got his diagnosis, you know, for the first year and a half of his life, we basically treated Hunter like he was dying because that's what we thought and that's what we were told. So that's how we lived. But then God intervened in our story and I started to run as fast as I could after all the things of God. I wanted to know him. I was seeking after him. I was diving into his word and your dad ran away and your dad was mad at God. And that's okay. I mean, there's been, you know, seasons where I have felt really disappointed towards God and maybe even angry. Well, and I think that something I've reminded myself of when I'm in those moments too, of being angry or frustrated with God is that he's big enough to handle our anger and handle our hurt and our frustration. And he wants us to come to him with our anger. And I think that that sometimes we think, oh, I'm I'm angry at God, so I'm going to run from him. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't want to hear that I'm frustrated with him or whatever the case may be, or hear my questions and my whys. But the reality is, is that He's given us those emotions. He's given us the emotion of feeling angry and having pain. And he wants us to come to him, no matter what our emotion is that we're feeling. And he's big enough to hold it all. Right. And the Bible is very clear that we will have trouble in this life. You know, and it reminds me of this verse, what we're talking about in Isaiah. It's Isaiah 43, 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. What I love so much about this verse is, yes, that God says that he's with us in the midst of our difficulty, but that he basically is saying when you go. He didn't say if you go through deep waters or if you go through rivers of difficulty. He says when because he knows. And it's in those seasons, as we just mentioned, that we can either run to God or run away from him. But he is making it very clear through his word that he is there in the midst of it. And even if we do run from him. He hasn't gone anywhere. No, he's still there. He's going to be there at the end of all of our you know, searching for hope and encouragement in all these other places in the world. He's still there. I also want to mention something that Diana shared that I know that you and I have talked about in past episodes, but that, you know, everyone's grief is unique. Mm, Yeah. No two people will walk the same grief journey. And the truth is we don't know what people are going through. Right. And, you know, we could be out in the grocery store or going through a drive-through and, you know, we don't know what that person 
that we run into is going through, they could have just lost someone very close to them and they're grieving. Everyone is battling something in this life. And, you know, I think it's important to be mindful of the fact that we just don't know and that it's an opportunity to be kind and compassionate and gracious and sympathetic towards people that we just don't know because they might be walking through a season of grief and grief looks so unique in everyone's life. Right. And what brings me comfort in that is everyone's pain is different. Everyone's grief is different, but it's the same God, right? same God that meets us in whatever stage of grief we're in and whatever place of pain we're in. It's the same God for every single one of us. And so if you're listening, no matter what kind of pain you're going through, or if you are experiencing grief or suffering in any way, just know that the same God that has met us in our place of pain will meet you in your place of pain too. Amen. I also think the trials and difficulty and struggle that we go through in life gives us perspective. It reminds us of what is truly most important in life. Yeah. It really does. You know, I know that when your dad was going through his cancer journey, when Hunter was here and every day was a battle for him. And then even most recently with everything that you have been through, Aaron, and are still walking through, it puts everything in perspective. The things that you know, you cared about before or that you focused on before or that were a distraction in the past or things that you felt like they were important really aren't. Another thing that Diana shared in her episode that I want to touch on is something that I don't think we've really talked about in any other episodes. And that was in regard to how she felt after her son Dalton went to heaven that she lost her identity. She felt like she did not know who she was anymore because she was so wrapped up in being Dalton's mom. And mind you, she had other children as well, but she just did not even know how to live without Dalton. And I can relate to that. I remember after Hunter went to heaven, I just was so lost. I, yes, I had you and your sister Cameron to take care of and you were active and, you know, we were going here and there and you were in school and we were very busy with all of the things that you were involved in. But at the same time, I was consumed with Hunter's care when he was alive. And so all of that disappeared and I just didn't even know who I was. And it took a while for me to, you know, while I was seeking God and running after him, just trying to understand, Lord, what is my place in this world? Even though I was a mom, that it wasn't, that hadn't changed. And I was a wife and all of the gifts and roles that he had given me in my life to be. So I could totally relate to what Diana was saying. And at the end of the day, all of us, regardless of our circumstances, can find our identity in Christ alone. That's it. Right. I mean, our creator knows who we are and we find out and understand better and can live the life we've been called to live only when we know him. Well, and I think that oftentimes pain puts in perspective our identity because when life is good, we tend to put our identity in the things of this world. That's so true. But when we're faced with pain, where do we turn? 
Right. We turn to God and know that he is our identity. He is who we place our hope in. And so I think that that is one of the beautiful things about brokenness is that it draws us closer to our creator and who our identity is in him. And as we said, God is present in our pain. And so in his presence is not only fullness of joy, but also we find who we are. And isn't that maybe one of the blessings in our pain? Not only is the greatest blessing the presence of God in the midst of that, but also drawing near to him. And when we draw near to him, we come to know him and love him and trust him more. And in the midst of that, we discover who we are and we find our identity in him. And, you know, and then we can live the life that we've been called to live. And apart from him, we can do nothing. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. And thank God that we don't have to live this life without him, that we can seek him and find him. And he is with us in the midst of every circumstance. Amen. That brings me so much comfort in the midst of my own circumstance. And if you're listening, I hope that that brings you comfort too. And whatever it is that you're going through to know that God is present in the midst of your pain. Amen. Do you want to pray? Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you are with us and that no matter what we're going through in life, you will never leave us nor forsake us. And Father, I just thank you so much that you have a good plan for each and every one of our lives. No matter how it looks or how we feel, Lord, you are working it all together for good. You are good and faithful God, and you will always do immeasurably more than all we can ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen.